Hello, everyone. This is episode 26 of Startup BizCast. It's December 2007. I'm Steve Mullen, and this week's topic is five local marketing mistakes made by small businesses. Startup BizCast is the small business advice podcast that's shorter than your coffee break. It's produced by Endgame PR Podcast Production, and its home on the web is www.startupbizcast.com. You know, there are a lot of potential potholes you can hit while you're steering your business through the world, and this week we're going to focus on five of them. My guest is Nathaniel Stevens, the founder of online local lead generator Yodel. The company's published what it thinks are the top local marketing blunders made by small business owners. Now, we'll get to that in a moment, as well as listener feedback about my last episode. But first, let's take a look at small business news from this past week in the BizCast Brief. The American Small Business League is accusing the U.S. Small Business Administration of fraud and is planning to sue the federal agency. The ASBL says large companies like Boeing, Northrop Grumman, and General Dynamics received contracts from the SBA that were supposed to be set aside for small businesses. Speaking of the SBA, the Small Business Administration says new data proves that small businesses pay more than larger firms to comply with the Americans with Disabilities Act. The new report says the higher cost for a small business per square foot or per employee is largely because modifications cost the same no matter how big the company is. Finally, if you need some help with your business this holiday season, morebusiness.com is trying to provide that assistance. The site's added more than 100 complete business plans that deal with things from planning for the holiday rush to holiday product packaging tips. More on those stories and others are available in this week's small business recommended reading found on the Startup BizCast blog. And now we're up to this week's Startup BizCast interview. As small business owners, we all know we make mistakes. But if you know what those mistakes are before they happen, maybe you can avoid them. This week I'm talking to Nathaniel Stevens, founder and president of online local lead generator Yodel. The company's put together what it believes are the top five local marketing mistakes, and he's going to walk us through them. Nathaniel, thanks for joining us. Great. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me. Now, first off, tell us a bit about Yodel just briefly. Sure. Yodel uh, is a company that helps local businesses get found online um, to basically generate generate new business. Um, we help kind of traditional yellow page advertisers, uh, you know, dentists and electricians and lawyers, uh, et cetera, um, kind of move onto the web and connect with all the consumers who are now using the Internet to find, uh, find local service providers. Um, so that's kind of the high level of, of what we do. We have some interesting technology that allows us to do that effectively and measure and measure the kind of uh, an advertiser's return on investment, um, but uh, yeah, it's a really powerful uh, powerful application. You guys at Yodel have created what you say are the top five local marketing mistakes, and I wanted to go through them one by one, uh, starting with number five, uh, the mistake you have trying to build your own website. Now, this is interesting because I've actually done this for both of my small businesses plus this podcast. Why do you think this is a mistake? Well, I think that. Um, a lot of times you either try to build uh, build a site in-house or you have um, somebody in your kind of extended family uh, put it together, call it kind of a nephew uh, site neglect. Basically, you know, you can, depending on kind of your technical sophistication level, uh, put a site together. But a lot of times when you need to make that update, you know, if, the, if you're, you know, Somebody isn't around, or you know, if you need to change uh, change something out, you don't have that that uh, that luxury of, of when you you know, as opposed to working with Yodel, we kind of 
can get that um, get those changes made very quickly and reliably for you. Um, a lot of times, it takes a lot longer to get these sites uh, sites up and running. Um, so it sounds like what you're saying is it's not necessarily a mistake to build your own website, but it's a mistake to build your own website and, and not keep it updated, uh, not make sure that your customers are able to use it properly. Right. That's that's correct. Yep. And a lot of times there's, there's some decent you know programming as well. And, and again, depending on your sophistication level, you know you want to be able to have you know a live chat interaction with a with a consumer or a coupon submission form. And these things are kind of come out of the box, uh, more of a turnkey uh, solution with uh, with Yodel. So let's move on to marketing mistake number four: uh, creating a site that no one visits. Obviously, this isn't really someone's goal, uh, but I guess what you're trying to say is building a site and then not doing the proper things to promote it or optimize it. Right. Yeah, that's a big one. A lot of, um, a lot of businesses, they do um, spend a lot of time and effort getting, uh, getting their site to kind of, uh, you know, aesthetically represent them and their brand and who they are. Um, but once they've, you know, made that investment, they, you know, put their site, uh, you know, it, it, they, they don't place it in a way that um, is accessible to, uh, to many of the uh, consumers who are looking online. So, Really making sure that you have, um, you know, it's not just putting your site up. It's not if you build it, they will come. You really need to build the site and then uh, make sure that, you know, it's getting in front of uh, local consumers or interested potential buyers um, so they can see that, uh, that beautiful website. Now, are you talking about search engine optimization or marketing or, or the whole shebang? What, what, what are you talking about doing here? Um, so there's a number of, uh, of kind of channels, I guess, you can use, both online and offline, to, um, to promote your site. Um, what, you know, obviously, the, you know, the majority of traffic will end up coming through search engines. Uh, so uh, you know, an SEO and, and, and an SEM campaign, uh, or paid search as they call it, uh, is an important way to, to promote your site, um, as well as potentially offline as well, making sure that you, know, you have uh, having your business cards, having your uh, your newspaper advertisements, uh, making sure that all your employees are using kind of your domain dot um, com rather than you know, using an unprofessional kind of uh, you know Yahoo or, or Hotmail or AOL email account. That's some great tips. Obviously, uh, any any way you can get the uh, the URL out there is is a good thing. Exactly. Now, number three, you have on this list uh, not knowing if your marketing is really working. We're talking measurement here, right? Right. Yeah, that's uh, what I call tracking troubles. Basically, you know, the great thing about the web is that it's interactive. So you can get real-time feedback from, from customers that go to your site and kind of view what's working and what's not, what offer works, what doesn't, do A-B testing, that sort of thing, and, and really use the site as a market research tool, kind of a real-time market research tool. The beauty of the Internet is that you can measure kind of all the, all the you know, the customer response in, in real time, whereas... Um, with traditional, you know, uh, advertising forms and other advertising forms, it's much harder to get a gauge of what's working uh, and what's not. Um, so making sure that you have web analytics enabled on your site, um, and actually what Yodel does is, is, you know, for a lot of our businesses, you know, who are who are very local oriented, meaning they provide services in their kind of the geographical range, they don't sell an e-commerce product um, online. Uh, it's really important to actually measure the what we call touch points, which are People making a phone call into the local business, so we provide a call tracking number to, to measure that and, and correlate that back to uh, the user that came to the website. Um, looking at if people submitted a web inquiry, if they printed out a coupon, these touch points are very important. And understanding which 
you know, using this website to identify your key target market by looking at kind of the patterns of, of people going to your site is, is, is something that we, we can provide and, you know, some other web analytics uh, packages can also provide. But definitely making sure that you're, uh, you're looking at what's working and what's not and, and refining. Well, actually, you, you mentioned a, a situation, uh, and I'm actually in this situation. One of my small businesses is a, a public relations firm, and uh, I don't actually sell anything online. You can't go in there and, and make a purchase through a shopping cart. Obviously, you have to call me and you know, we work out what I'm going to do for you. But uh, So how can you track that kind of, of traffic? Yes, we find that a lot of businesses have, um, you know, they actually provide services locally. They're not selling an online product, and that was, you know, really the – you know, the question is, how do you take this kind of this uh, this offline interaction, uh, which is kind of either you know somebody calling you or coming into your store, and uh, and how do you how do you make that work online, where traditionally it had been mostly e-commerce product companies and very automated and, and kind of the World Wide Web. Um, you know, how do you make that make that local? And, and you know, basically the way that we can do that is we essentially track. We put a unique call tracking number on. Um, on the web URL, what we call an advertising domain name, um, that allows us to track all the tra- all the phone calls. So we can actually record the, the calls and kind of show you, um, kind of show an advertiser the return on investment um, by looking at the response and kind of how many leads are generating from uh, from the website. All right. Mistake number two is using directory services. What kind of directories are we talking about here? This kind of went above my head. Yeah, basically, there's a lot of uh, a lot of middlemen out there um, that essentially will sell uh, local um, businesses leads, kind of third-party leads. Um, and you know, actually, I come out of the uh, the auto business where this is big. It's also big in home improvement and real estate, insurance, um, and uh, and other services. But basically, the the merchant um, they basically will buy leads from uh, from a third party, um, like a Service Magic or an Auto Buy Tell or one of those guys, and uh, and really, you know, what I realized working in the uh, in the you know in my family's business was that there was a way to get you know our own business, our own content onto the web, and kind of cut out these uh, these third party uh, middlemen. Um, so rather than them going and buying traffic on Google or Yahoo or MSN, and then uh, selling selling my company a lead, and then selling to three or four other merchants um, in my or competitors in my local area, um, you know there's a way for us to put our business in front of local consumers, allow them to make an educated buying decision based on what kind of, you know, based on our content and what kind of inventory we had or what services we provided and then make a proactive uh, phone call. And, and basically as a result, you're going to be able to, A, you generate a lower cost per lead, but not only that, your, um, your leads are going to convert at a much higher rate because they're not being divvied out to, to four or five uh, competitors. Okay, I do know what kind of directory you're talking about here. I think I've dealt with them inadvertently before as a consumer. You uh, you call a, a number where they say, you know, home repair, and you tell them what you want, and then suddenly you get seven calls. Exactly, and this is actually this is actually a much better uh, experience for the for the for the consumer as well, because they basically can sit in their you know in their living room in their boxer you know their pajamas, figure looking at the different websites, looking at who they want to work with, and then make a, a proactive. Uh, uh, you know, they're a phone call to who they really want to work with rather than blindly submitting their information and having it fed out to four or five uh, vendors who they've never heard of and then getting bombarded by, by phone calls. Okay, finally, mistake number one is not turning calls into sales effectively. Obviously, one of the goals of every business is sales conversion, correct? 
That's uh, that's right. Yeah, the uh, the the marketing funnel ends uh, ends with the small business, right? So you're doing a lot of this work to you know get the exposure, get your site up, get the advertisements out there, um, drive traffic to your site, uh, measure the response and tweak, and then and then uh, ultimately generate you know a, a call from an interested party. It's important that uh, you know you have uh, the capability to a answer the phone politely and you know be there to. Uh, to um, you know, handle any inquiries that the consumer may have, and then convert those uh, those calls into actual appointments or, or new business for yourself. Basically, you know, if, if you're not answering the call and the consumer's you know, kind of uh, inquiring, and you're not answering the call, they're going to end up calling uh, calling someone else. Makes sense. Okay, that seems like a good place to wrap it up. Nathaniel Stevens, founder and president of Yodel. Thanks for taking the time to be with us. Hey, thanks so much. If you want a closer look at those five marketing mistakes, I've linked to them from the Startup BizCast blog. And for more information on Yodel, go to yodel.com. It's time now for some listener feedback. In my last episode, I ran down why business podcasting is a good idea, and I gave an overview on how to do it. I knew I couldn't possibly cover everything, and I had a feeling I'd get some feedback from podcasters themselves, And I was right. This feedback is from Paul, and while his podcast is a topic you might not agree with, he does have some good advice. Here's an excerpt from his voicemail. My name's Paul, and I produce a podcast called Marijuana Radio. The reason I was calling was I was just going to suggest, as I'm sure you guys probably already know, that if you want to have a successful podcast, you have to think seriously about the niche you're targeting as your demographic that is the key to podcasting it's not everything because you still have to build a business behind that niche but if you want to have a shot at targeting an audience and really building an audience i suggest people be niche minded you can't do a podcast about anything and everything all the time you have to narrow down what you're doing and that's why i do marijuana radio And thank you for the feedback, Paul. Good advice. If you have any feedback about this or any episode of Startup BizCast, the best way to reach me is via voicemail at 206-984-0860. That's 206-984-0860. You can also email info at startupbizcast.com or leave a comment on the blog. That's a wrap for episode 26 of Startup BizCast. Thanks for joining us. I'm Steve Mullen. 